Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt, joined by my fellow hitman, Mike Cunningham, and we are the Meddling Kids, and we like to review movies. And today we'll be reviewing The Killer, right? Yes. The Killer. Yes, our grammar was Killer or The Killer. I can't read all backwards. I can't read that. The Killer, 2023 with Michael Fassbender. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. It's great to have you here. For those of you who have come back, you're a boy's blue. Um, but yeah, so we like to review movies and we will never spoil anything for the first, let's call it 10, 15 minutes. We're going to give a zero to five spoiler for review with our overall thoughts on the movie. From there, we'll give you some background on the movie and then our play-by-play. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't fret. We won't spoil anything yet. But zero to five, Mike, the killer. Are you ready? Yes. What'd you give it? Uh, four. Okay. Straight out the gate. Mm-hmm. Um I think obviously knowing David Fincher and like how he approaches filmmaking, mm-hmm. you can very much see that in the story here, yeah. um, which was like, I think it was interesting to see to get into the mind of somebody who was a perfectionist or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I think the cinematography for this one was great. Mm-hmm. It looked amazing. Uh, the oftentimes monologuing can get annoying mm-hmm. or the, the narration, but I think this was because it was based on a graphic novel or a book or something. I think, like yeah, the comics. Graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, graphic novel. So it was just like that monologuing made sense. All that voiceover made sense. It was like, you are in the head of this killer. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. I loved everything about this. Michael Fassbender. It was like, it sucks that his filmography doesn't speak to his, uh, mm-hmm. uh, how, how much. Hey man, he was Magneto. All right. Come on. <laughs> Men's Magneto. That's cool. All right. <laughs> he was also Harry Hole in Snowman. So yeah. like, <laughs> right. And yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes his filmography doesn't speak to how great of an actor he is, mm-hmm. but I think this one just nailed it. Yeah. Um, it, it was just, I, I loved every part of this movie. Like I, it was very interesting to see too, like the, um, current day technology utilizing a film. Mm-hmm. I think we often see it with like coming of age films with like modern technology and like the going viral and yeah. like social media and stuff like that. But seeing how modern technology is used in the world of assassins mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. very interesting. I don't know, just getting into his head, it was great. His precision, his mantras, uh even when he fucks up, he's like there is a there's no adapting. It's always yeah. stick to the plan, sure. anticipate, don't um, don't uh, improvise and, mm-hmm. and things like I, I don't know. It's just everything about this film was great. Yeah, I completely agree. He literally broke his rule the entire movie. <laughs> he just like but as he says movie. he did. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, we don't improvise. All you're doing is improvising, <laughs> sir. But yes, fair, fair. Um, and I think this one was nice because there was a certain subtlety. So it is an, it's supposed to be like you see action films all the mm-hmm. like sorry you've seen assassin films all the time, so they're more action heavy. And this yeah. had action in it, but I think it was more the other side of. Mm-hmm of being an assassin yeah. and how you do there is a you follow execution is is key mm-hmm. uh in a way so like and somebody said uh, that this possibly had one of the rivals one of the greatest uh one of the best fight scenes mm. of the year okay comparing it to like oh, john wick fair yeah with um the hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. with that with that scene with the brute which was yeah which it was, was great amazing. it was visceral that was yeah. a brutal fight yeah. but it was i think yeah every part of this movie i i loved i put it off for uh, put off watching it for a while because I, I didn't want to. I was just wanted to watch it and not take notes. Fair. And yeah, it was yeah. like, but because I put it off for so long, and we had to do it today. Like I had to sit and watch it and take notes. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely something I'm going to watch again just to sit and enjoy. Yeah. Um. Because I, I like I said, I just loved everything about this movie. Like a great little like a last um came out at the end of the year and it was mm-hmm. like a little bit like other gym yeah. that I really enjoyed. So why aren't you giving it a four and a half? I don't know. I feel like it's because of the fact that like some of Fincher's other films, and actually it might go up to a four. Now. Okay, okay. I'm just definitely starting at a four. Fair, yeah. I yeah, know yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it definitely has room to to go up. Like I, mm-hmm. I like I said, I literally just as you said here, mm-hmm. I was finishing the film. Yeah. Um. So like I I am still in the in the 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 remnants of it. Okay. Uh, so like after, and I never got to talk to anybody about it. So like Fair. once we talk about it, it possibly can go up. That it, good. It, it's to me, it's good that good enough of a film where it was like the ceiling is very high. Yeah, so. absolutely. But yeah, so four for me for now. All right, four for Mike. Uh, not to sound redundant, I'm also giving it a four. Uh, it's a great movie, and I really like what you said of seeing like the difference because you do get like the John Wicks, the Equalizers, all of this of like it's so much more action heavy mm-hmm. versus this. If you look at it, what there's one, two, three. Three kill, four kills, five kills. There's five kills in this yeah. entire movie, so it's not as like a huge 
kill fest mm-hmm. of a movie, but you a hundred percent see the mentality of this man and you get him. I love the monologuing. It was very reminiscent of like, you know, like the American psycho mm-hmm. taxi driver, only he's a hitman. Right. So that's that this is a profession to like let you see inside that. And also what I love is obviously this is basically a revenge. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. But it was like you didn't see him on a rampage. No. Nope. Yeah. He was still utilizing his skill set as an assassin. That yeah. same thing. This was just another job for him. Mm-hmm. And he still approached it that same way. Like you said, yeah. he did break his own rules at times mm-hmm. and like and fumble. Yeah. But he was still following that same meticulous. Yes. Like formula mm-hmm. on a job and i think i appreciate that too because once again you see this cop going on a revenge or something yeah. like that um and it's always like he's unleashing like nothing but rage but mm-hmm. it's very much a controlled rage yeah some of the people that he killed i was like do you have to like yeah yeah <laughs> especially the one yeah, yeah, i was like, like do you really have to but you yeah, know sorry i yeah. interrupted naturally and also it's six kills not five there was an extra one i missed when i counted but yeah no i Again, reiterating, seeing inside the mentality is great. You get that nice, cold, calculated monologue all the way through this. Great movie. Uh, I'd say highly recommend. Michael Fassbender did a phenomenal job. You really think about it. I mean, there weren't, it's not like a huge cast. No, not at all. But everyone that was in it did great. And you really, it's like a calm, cool, collected burn the entire time. It's intense. And you get that intensity because of his performance and because of how he's portraying himself. And I was like, it was interesting. The soundtrack, the Smiths. I mean, like, it was just <laughs> constantly listening to depressing music, man. The Smiths is depressing as shit. Good music, but they have a lot of depressing songs. I yeah. saw because I watched it with subtitles on. So, like, I saw when he was in Florida at some mm. point, and somebody drove past, and it, it said the name of the song in a different artist. I was like, how dare you? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> it wasn't him playing it. It was somebody else. It was somewhere thing. else, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it was like I saw nothing but the Smiths, the Smiths, yeah, the Smiths. Smiths. Which you know, I've listened to the Smiths a lot, mm-hmm. but that's also been during Saturday periods of my life. So hey, but um, I'm completely agreeing. Four to five, definitely watch this movie. Um, it's it is violent, but it's not as violent. Yeah, as other I, movies honestly, either. I I was curious about that too, but no, I didn't lean into the violence. I think yeah. it was more about the story. And yep. his, his journey to finance. Yeah. and yeah, that just the mentality of this and getting a peek inside the man. It's believable. Like I'm like, hey. A person who's a hitman, I could 100% believe that this is how they talk to yeah. themselves the entire time. So, four out of five for me, four out of five for Mike. Watch this movie. All right, Mike, let's get some background. Okay, so The Killer uh, was released on November 10th, 2023. I think it had a, a maybe a, a week or so run in mm-hmm. theaters and then went right to Netflix. Yeah. Um, that way it can, you know, it needs like the run theaters yeah. for the Academy Awards and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so is that what it is? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it just a lot of these movies okay. they need a little bit of time in theaters, I think, so that way they can be at you know it's possible for them to get awards. Okay, and that, okay. Yeah. Now, now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the runtime is an hour and fifty nine minutes, which was this was paced fairly, even though it was like a slow burn. It mm-hmm. still paced well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there might have been times truly where it's like, okay, your little stretches, you know, they're going. Well, it's just like yeah, he arrives somewhere, it gets supplies, surveillance, yeah. yeah, and then you know. Yeah, so you're right. It did get a little bit formulaic. But like I said, I think I enjoyed mm-hmm. seeing him still, even though he was pissed the fuck off. Yep, absolutely. And r- raging, he was still sticking to a, a formula. Mm-hmm. Right? And a, yeah. yeah, and 100%, even like with those scenes that might have been going along, the voiceover of him narrating what his thought process is, why he's doing this, et cetera, did make it like, okay. Yeah, like so yeah, 100%. Uh, the budget, I couldn't find anything on the budget side. Okay. I apologize for that. At but, least two nickels. Definitely at least two nickels. <laughs> the box office, um, like since it only had a, a limited run, it was only 400, um, 400,000. Okay. Yeah. But obviously it was, that's just, it was strictly mm-hmm. for the uh, maybe awards consideration. Yeah. So not necessarily worried about mm-hmm. making its money because it was going right to Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is fine with losing money constantly. <laughs> I don't know how or why, but they are. <laughs> uh, the Rotten Tomatoes as of today is an 86 for critics okay. and a 59 for the audience, which is what's really surprising. I bet the audience might think it's too boring. Okay. Yeah. If they don't see too big things like, smashing into you each look other. at like a Fight Club and, uh, sorry, um, Zodiac and Seven, like this is yeah Fincher's storytelling, right? Fair. It's more cerebral. It's not. It's he's not going to give you. Now he did once again. It was like I said that fight scene. Even though it was the one, the really only the one that mm-hmm. they had. Yeah, it was choreographed very well. Like it was worth the lead up to it and everything like mm-hmm. that. So, but it was like that's just not that director. But yeah, so I I don't know what maybe what people were expecting going in. Yeah, I don't know honestly. Yeah, I, I am because I guess a lot like I said a lot of assassin stories are shoot 'em ups. Yeah, fair. You know? So maybe they were expecting something more like that. Maybe they were I don't know too 
you know, alpha male mentality through the movie with the monologuing and stuff. But I don't really think there was that thing either. I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah, so 59 for audience, 86 for critics. The genre is action, mystery, thriller. The director was David Fincher, who had obviously previously helmed Alien 3, 7, The Game, Fight Club, Zodiac, Social Network, mm-hmm. um, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and Gone Girl. Like we said before, this was uh, based on a... a I forgot graphic. he did Gone Girl. Me yeah, too, honestly, he did Gone Girl. I, was yeah. I could see it. Oh, 100%. And I think that's what I'm liking now after doing, these, like, doing the podcast. I am noticing different staples in yeah from different directors absolutely right? like yeah. i always make fun of spike lee for yeah. the dolly shot mm-hmm. and heavy trumpet yeah well does that make sense yeah because then david fincher 100 percent is that monologue narration and everything going on because i'm just i think it's still with gone girl of him like stroking his wife's head and being like i don't know if she's still crazy gonna kill me and she just looks up at him i'm like oh yeah so yeah. it's like yeah that's what i'm saying it was yeah. just like when i read that i was like oh let's see it. yeah he has a he has a spot that's his thing yeah um yeah, so the cast uh, starring uh, Michael Fassbender as the killer, Tilda Swinton as the expert, Charles Parnell as the lawyer, Arliss Howard as the client, uh, Salo uh, Barker as the brute, mm-hmm. uh, Gabriel Polanco as Leo, and uh, Kerry O'Malley as Dolores. So like you said, very, very yeah. tiny cast. Um, the tagline was execution is everything. And I... <laughs> Great movie. It's executions everything. I'm just failing at executing a lot in this movie. <laughs> he executed people. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. It was a little double on yeah. that. <laughs> and that's the background. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Before we get into some of our play-by-play and spoilers, quick word from sponsors. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Edward Hunt. I'm on the Just Be team with Compass. I'm a real estate agent, and I work in the DMV. So it's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Personally, I'm Maryland and D.C., but other guys on my team are Virginia. Um, so whenever anything Virginia comes, I send it to them. They send me Maryland stuff, et cetera. But first and foremost, we're really here for all your real estate needs. So if you have any need any advice on the market, feel free to reach out anytime. If you need some phenomenal contractors, handyman, I have like, I just had a great electrician that I uh, had do some work today. They were phenomenal. Uh, so if you'd like any of those contacts, please feel free to reach out. And if you need to contact any lenders for HELOCs, refinancing, loans, et cetera, feel free anytime. Also, great thing with Compass is we're a nationwide brokerage. So no matter where you are in America, we can help you uh, with all your real estate needs. Then also, I'm a comic book writer. So uh, Evil is a Weapon Issue 1 is on Global Comics. You know, they don't tell you when you're a writer how to like set up an online store, that it takes an hour to ship all these comics that people order. And all this stuff. It's a lot of a uh, fly by your pants, but I have physical copies if you'd like to have some. It's on Global Comics uh, digitally as well. And I'd love for everyone to check it out and read it because it was a lot of fun to make and we're hard at work on issue two. All right. Now let's get into some play by play. So we're going to get into some spoiler territory here, y'all. How does this movie pick up? What's going on? So this movie star. I really, first of all, I, I even enjoyed the, um, like the, what is it? The opening credits or whatever. Mm-hmm. With like the, the names. and oh, like the, yeah. It was very, very like graphic, but mm-hmm. not in a, in a, like it was like visceral or anything like that. It was just like very sharp. Yeah. Um, with like different, they was bringing in the names and like some guns and mm-hmm. like things like that. From the jump, I was like, oh, I'll fuck with this. Yeah, yeah. And then so we in, we get introduced to the killer, played mm-hmm. by Michael Fassbender. He's just sitting in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uh, it's not a completer room in a building or yeah. anything like that. And he's just sitting in a chair um, staring out of a window. Yeah. And then this is where you start with the opening, the, the monologue of him just like walking through his thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously sitting there waiting for a client. He's been waiting for a while. You don't know how long at this point. Yeah. Um, he's constantly checking his watch and like looking over at a certain window, like a certain penthouse window mm-hmm. across the way. And then he looks down to the, you know, to the street. Mm-hmm. And like you kind of see this mindset of a killer, or at least this killer. Yeah. Right. Because like, I mean, you, we've seen like, uh, what is it from? No country for old men like that killer, like certain relentless, people, just yeah. coming for you, you know, or yeah. they like how they view the world. And mm-hmm. it was like with him, and you'll see this later in the film too. It was just saying like, it's just a job, yep. like you know, he's a motherfucking professional. Yeah, that's what he is. It's I what think he does. The first yeah. thing I wrote was meticulous. Yes, like that. That was it. Was just like he was very much like he's working out, mm-hmm. um, keeping himself in shape. He's um, he has all these statistics about the you know the population and like. Yeah. This you know dog sizes and like just random things like just <laughs> random facts that he knows in order to make his job a lot easier or, yeah. or in order to better do his job mm-hmm, for sure. Um, but obviously you you find the formula. He has certain creeds and mantras that he constantly repeats. Mm-hmm. One of me, one of my favorite being um, 
what was it? Uh, anticipate, don't improvise. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting it tied in. There you go. Right, right across the chest. Yeah. Four of them. Oh, shit. All right. right next to the no regrets. We got a badass over here. <laughs> That's what the kids are doing. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we um, we see him in this room and he's just, you know, walking you through his mindset. Yeah. And it was like, from the jump, I really love this. Because even though it was exhibition, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different because it is voiceover in his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I loved it just because, like, I as for me, it's like I'm a hunter, right? So, mm-hmm. like, it reminded me of, like deer hunting of like yeah. sitting in a blind and you aren't moving. And he's even talking about like, oh, you get cold because you're sitting there, so you have a heater, so mm-hmm. you have a heater. That's what. That's moving. the first thing I noticed. Yeah. Like, I saw him sitting on the chair, legs crossed, looking out, and the heater right next to him. Yep. So it's obviously like this isn't his. First, like he knows. Yeah. Because you're sitting there, you're not moving, and when you're not moving, your body's not producing heat, so you're just there, and you get stiff. So that's why with all their stretches, everything yeah. just needed to stretch out and do this stuff. Very meticulous, very patient. But I, th- I think yeah. I just really enjoy this introduction to the character. And like yeah. I said, normally, or not normally, sometimes narration can just get over the top. Mm-hmm. But it was, I think this one was like just very, and also maybe just the way his voice was. It was very much, not indifferent, yeah. but it was very much like middle of the line. Yeah, very like even. Factual. Yeah, like exactly. Just, he's not He's not overly going to be overly emotional. Even like mm-hmm. when you see what happens, you know, later on, he's never gets overly emotional. That That's a very even tone. For sure. With the narration, which was, which was like welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, we see him leave for a bit um, to take a call, um, and he calls the handler. And this is when yeah. we found out he's been like waiting for five days. Yeah, and they're just like, he, he's handler's like, you know the, yeah. you know the, you know like, the deal. But he's like, bitch, I'm bored. Yeah, <laughs> like, sir, I am bored as fuck right now. I can only be here for so long, so yeah. long. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, so he goes back upstairs, continues waiting. Mm-hmm. There's an incident where like he, um, somebody's at the door, yes. and you see he's. He's uh, sitting in like a WeWork office that hasn't been mm-hmm. furnished or like completed, yeah, or whatever. And then like a guy comes in, so like he has a, a sniper, not even a Glock or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> sniper rifle pointed at the dude. Like the guy doesn't fully come in. You see, he has the like the not booby trap, but he has sensors, yep. so yeah, that yeah. he can't. Nobody can like walk up on him. And mm-hmm. this this just goes further. This is one. He's a professional, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and I got maybe it is being a hunter, and I, I think yeah. that's interesting. Obviously, we'll hear a story later. Um, but yeah, the guy comes in, dropped off the mail, doesn't come in. Yep. He just goes back, tucks it in. Gets yeah, he there. goes back to what he's doing, and then like finally, mm-hmm. after all this waiting, we don't know how long he's been waiting, but he sees an opportunity. Like his alarm goes off because obviously mm-hmm. he's been watching, surveilling this place for a while. Yeah. And so he's. Well, so I think even what he's doing, he doesn't get like a full night's sleep ever. He's like he like gets like micro naps yeah. or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's like constant, like every, every three minutes, wake me up so I can look again. Yeah. Right? I don't know the exact time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so he gets a beep at the uh, at his um. On his watch, he looks over and he sees that uh, one the maid mm-hmm. uh, for the for his uh, for the target yeah. has finally opened the blind. Yes, and so he's like perfect. So he prepares his uh, his gun, mm-hmm. and this is where you t- too you get him thinking about like from this distance, you need to yeah. aim at this. Like the plexiglass won't affect it and stuff like. And mm-hmm. it was like th- these are the things that you have to think about. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, like I said, it was just very interesting to get that from that introspection from the mm-hmm. uh, the main character. Yeah, hundred percent. There's all this buildup. All this thing is like the plexiglass won't affect it once that's it. And I'm not gonna say anything yet, but I'm just gonna say there's a lot of buildup and I was like, ah, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> and so we see across at the penthouse across the across the way, mm-hmm. the target is there with he has like security, a maid, and then his uh e- entertainment for that evening is like a dominatrix woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like uh she's walking around, the client was in the hallway and then he goes to sit on the couch and it was mm-hmm. like, Okay, this is the perfect moment. And then, like the dominatrix is like kind of standing in front of the mm-hmm. the the client, and then she kind of walks away, and he's yeah. at the perfect moment. Yeah. But as he goes to fire, she kind of quickly moves back, yeah. and just the bullet hits her instead of the client. Hundred percent. I'm like, sure, that was not a perfect shot. I'm just like, she was just <laughs> this entire time he's preached patience. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, and that's the shot you took. Why would you take that shot? Yeah. Okay. She's a foot to the left. No, you dumbass. Wait, like thirty more seconds. Yeah, movie's in the movie, but yeah, there was a whole thing. Yeah, and I'm not like obviously it was a really cool scene. It's mm-hmm. a really cool effect, but he was like preaching all this. I'm like, oh, he's gonna fuck that up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I mean, it's so often, and like we talked about this with like the comedy of errors, but it was just like it's so often you'll hear a team, oh, they're the, they're the best. They have X amount of kills and all this, yeah. and then it's every movie is like you meet them the one day they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. it's like, can I see them doing well? Fuck? Yeah, I mean, because I, I have no proof. Yeah. <laughs> they just stormtroopers, man. <laughs> well, you know, that's just an internship. Yeah. 
Episode four stormtroopers, Obi-Wan's like, only oh, a stormtrooper could be that precise. And they proceed to miss every shot for the rest of the movie. You saw those helmets? <laughs> yeah. But yes. So this is he hits the domination. <laughs> and then like he goes to try to get another shot, but immediately the um I think maybe security or something mm-hmm. closes the block. Yeah. And so he doesn't have a clear shot again. So immediately it's evacuate. So yep. like he cleans up whatever he's doing. I think he calls the handler first to say he fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, you need to disappear. Yeah. And so, like, he drives a bit. You know, and you see that he has a bunch of identities. Mm-hmm. He's constantly going to Hertz for rental cars. Yeah. Under, you know, aliases. Yeah, he has, like, like, a billion passports, yeah. billion IDs. And so, yeah. like, he runs away somewhere. And then, like, like, he goes to catch a flight and then, like, switches it the last minute. Yeah, yeah. Goes somewhere else. And then, like, I thought this was cool. Once again, talking about, like, his mindset. Because even though he's in panic mode, yeah. he is still focused on uh, like on a uh, we we planned for this yeah well i remember too like while he's doing this when he switched the flights he saw like one guy who just kind of threw him off a little bit mm-hmm. and it, he was just a dude wearing a suit and he's like nope that guy could be suspicious mm-hmm. so now i'm gonna cancel this flight going a different flight yeah. instead yeah and so like he gets to a hotel room and this is what i thought was cool like he once he closes the door he like scans the room sees that it's secure then he goes to the door places a glass on the mm-hmm. handle yeah and then a um a cover, like a cover for a, a plate cover or whatever, mm-hmm. directly below it. So, like, if somebody goes to open the door, yeah, if the couple hit the thing, and he'll he'll be alerted. Yeah, absolutely. Something. And then yeah. he just literally just sits in the corner of the room mm-hmm. with a knife on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even even though he made the precaution to not go on the flight that he was supposed to go, yeah, he's he's still like thinking. And I think that's what I once again that's what I love. Even in this moment of panic, and you're supposed to be adapting to things, mm-hmm. and everything's planned. Yeah. And I mean, I can't speak for Michael, but I don't know what it's like to be a hitman. But like seeing this movie is, it looks like he's a big, this man looks professional shit. I'm like, yeah, that's what a hitman's like yeah. right there. This, I never for a doubt do I not think this man's a hitman. Yeah. Like I think he's been doing this his whole life or whatever. Yeah. So then that was all chapter one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. should It's uh, chapter one is in Paris. That's yeah. where the hit was taking place. So once he leaves Paris after, Paris. after, Excuse me. <laughs> After botching the hit, he goes home to the Dominican Republic, and then mm-hmm. we start chapter two. Yes, and so like, he drives up to his uh, his uh, estate or whatever his compound. His, a man yeah. has a compound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he goes to before he opens the gate, he sees that there's tracks outside. Yeah. So he he abandons his car, you know, at the front gate, and he takes another route, and mm-hmm. he just sees um evidence that somebody was there that wasn't supposed to be there. Yep, for sure. He gets into the house, the music is playing or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And like this is where you once again you see him like the, the gun constantly posed, you know, uh, prepared to, you know, attack uh, take down any attackers or anything like yeah. that. He sees evidence of a struggle. Mm-hmm. There's like um he turns out and once he turns off the music, he sees that there's like blood smeared mm-hmm. certain places. And then like he realizes that his girlfriend isn't there. Yeah. And so he calls, uh, immediately calls, like, the hospital, searching around. He finds out what hospital she's at. He goes directly there. Mm-hmm. And um, he finds her room, and her brother is sitting there. Yeah. And she kind of, sorry, he, he kind of tells him, like, you know, what happened. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. he says, first, she needs her rest, so don't, don't speak, because she's going to want to wake Once up. Once she and, hears your yeah. voice, she's going to wake up. She so, like, her, her brother gives him the rundown. Basically, like, the two people came, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. uh, came, and... Um, it was a big guy, and yeah. a, you know. Well, does he get that from him, him what, or later on, or something? A bit, yeah. a bit. Yeah. And then, like, um, there was two people came to the house, and it was just like they basically attacked her, mm-hmm. uh, asking questions or whatever. But she was able to stab the big guy and escape into the forest. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was, I was like, how the hell did she get away again? Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. this like a month ago, so I'm like, how did she get away? <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And so, like, uh, the brother even says, like, I know, you know, you've been good to my sister. Mm-hmm. I never asked questions, but clearly they were after you. Yeah. He's like, no one knows who the fuck you are, man. Yeah. But, like, what, what are these and I just, coming? This yeah. is back to that, like, precision of the killer. He just puts his hand on the brother's shoulder and goes, this, I guarantee you, this will never happen again. And yep. he looks at me and the brother literally just, like, okay. okay. Yep, for sure. That sounds good. <laughs> and then, like, shortly, uh, a little bit later, his girlfriend wakes up. And mm-hmm. she's able, She first thing she says was, just like, I didn't tell them anything. Yeah. Like, they tried to get out of me, and she was like, I was scared that I would, but I, I didn't. Yeah. Um, and then, like, she she was able to stab, mm-hmm. you know, one of the guys and escape into the forest. That's how she got away. Yeah. Uh, because clearly, they were basically climbing a clean house. Yep. Like, oh, 100%. they were trying to get yeah. information to her, and then she was going to be killed. Yeah. killed. Um, and, like, this is this is when he, he's, you know, he says, tells her, yeah, yeah, she was really strong. And you even see then, it was just like, he's being, like, obviously vulnerable and software, but not necessarily 
I said vulnerable, but it was like not necessarily vulnerable, yeah, like yeah. in that way. Mm-hmm. He was being like soft with her. Like yeah. clearly he cares for her, but it was like it was still he was still kind of cold. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think he's in a hundred percent work. Yeah, he's a hundred percent like because he said this is a job and yeah. to be good at this job he needs to be in these modes and like so he's even though because it's clear like he loves her and like he is caring for her and he's upset about this but he's like nope I don't have time for feelings right now I need to be in hitman mode because yeah. that's the only way I'm going to get to the bottom of all this shit. He mentions something about bringing work home. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. what it was. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to the house. He digs up uh, in the backyard like, mm-hmm. a hole because he's left a safe there. Yep. And it was just like you just see a bunch of guns and like plastic, yeah. <laughs> and like those gold coins, the Continental. You know? I, was like, yeah. <laughs> I just love how it's hiding from the Wild West. You just throw a bag of coins. It's like they all the money. They like it's enough schmickles. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So he he gears up, and he yeah. um because oh because the brother also mentioned he mentioned about the the fact that it was two people, a man mm-hmm. and a woman, and that they came basically uh came in a green cabin and just left mm-hmm. like who who does that type yeah, of yeah yeah obviously it was very much planned and so once he gears up once the killer gears up sorry he just starts driving around looking mm-hmm. for cat looking for that specific cat yep 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 yeah and so um maybe a few a day or two later or something mm-hmm. like that he finds a, the green cab finds a company goes to the depot mm-hmm. and um it kind of knocks on a window late at night because there's just like one guy there yeah um, and he shows his face, and then when the guy goes over the door, he puts a mask on mm-hmm. and holds him at gunpoint, and he just goes through the records trying to figure out who was the guy that dropped off, yeah, dropped off and picked up mm-hmm. the people who assaulted his girlfriend. Yeah. Quick time, sir. I meant to mention this earlier too, just when he was talking about rules, and like you mentioned, like how can you be a hitman in the modern world? He mentions earlier how it's impossible with cameras yes. ever; it's mm-hmm. impossible to not be seen on camera. So now you just have to be as inconspicuous as yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. So like, depending. And he also on mentioned about yeah. Airbnb and why, like, you see why he chose the um, the office, the WeWork office that yeah. he was at, mm-hmm. because he said Airbnb, like, people they have like, cameras, yeah. they have all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like, once again, it is like I said, it's he's a, uh, an assassin adapting to the modern yep. world. Yep. It's like this is 2023, mm-hmm. and this is what you have to do to be good at this job. Take notes, kids. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, don't take notes. <laughs> but, yeah. So what happens next? So he. He gets the information from the 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 guy at the the cab depot. Yeah. Well, also I love with this too is because he gets the information he's looking for a while and almost as an afterthought he's like, oh fuck, that's right, I need to rob this guy. That's what I noticed. He's yeah. just like, like, yeah, so like once he finds the information, he's just starts throwing random shit around yeah. like the cash register and things yeah. like. Because that. the guy has his back turned, so this mm-hmm. way the guy can be like, yeah, this guy came in and robbed me. Not he was looking for a specific mm-hmm. information. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. And I, I think that's yeah. the beauty of it, it's those little subtle yes. things. Like, it didn't need to be said. Yes. At all, you you kind of just got you just what picked it. up on it. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's those little details with this movie that were just like, oh, that's. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So he finds the the driver, mm-hmm. right? Well, he finds the driver's information, and then he just posts up outside the the depot waiting yeah. for that driver. Mm-hmm. And but once again, I like, I like I said, this is just a job for him. So yes. like, this that patience. He um, sees the driver drive off. Mm-hmm. He um, drops his car off somewhere, and then um, access like goes to a, a place where like the the cab driver was waiting to pick up you know mm-hmm. uh, people, and he like yo, can you take me somewhere? Yeah. And so, like, when he's sitting in the back of the car, driving to wherever destination he said, uh, he takes out his gun, puts the silence on, mm-hmm. and just kind of knocks on the uh, yeah. on the glass of the cab. <laughs> and the guy sees him, he's like, damn it, I just, like, thinking nothing. <laughs> he's like, fuck, today was my day off. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives the guy his wallet, and he yeah. gives the killer his wallet, thinking he's being robbed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm here for information. Yeah. And so, like, he says, think back three days. He said three days. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I said, think back three days ago, like, well, who did you pick up or whatever from the airport? Mm-hmm. And the guy remembers he was like, oh, from the private airport. He, you know, he says uh, about the big, uh, the big score or whatever, because yes. obviously whoever had, you know, whoever commissioned him mm-hmm. paid him a lot of money yeah, to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. And so the cab driver named Leo goes mm-hmm. through all like a big guy and a, a woman that looked like a Q-tip. <laughs> she did look like <laughs> an Q-tip. 100%. <laughs> you leave that treasure alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. She was like, oh, that's Q-tip. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so he just mentioned that like they, and he picked them up because it was a slow day at the airport and he saw a private jet coming in. So he was like, why not? I'll wait. Mm-hmm. They told him he needed to drive out to like the middle of the, the jungle, basically. Yeah. And he kind of refused at first and then they just insisted. Yeah. So, and it, they said it was a round trip. Mm-hmm. So he drove them to basically to the killer's house, waited outside for like an hour, he said. Then at yeah. sunset, they came back. The big man had a, his leg was bleeding. Yep. It was kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. And he just drove them back to the airport. Thought yep. nothing of it. 
Yeah. And so at this point, like the the killer's also telling him to a specific place to go to get off the highway, go, you know, kind of this more secluded area. Mm-hmm. And um after he was like, What do you you know, that's all I know. I don't know anything else. Yeah. Um, you can, you know, take my radio, I can mm-hmm. you can take the car, I don't care. Yeah. And this is when I, I thought maybe he like just let him go. Yep, hundred percent. But nope. Shot him in the back of the head. And I'm like, did he need to kill that guy? Mm-hmm. That's like the one where I'm like, did he need to kill him? And this is what, since we just, we had just done um, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? And seeing how that killer was like, anybody that wasn't involved. Yeah. Um, kind of got a pass. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I thought maybe. Cause except one, for one innocent guy in the fucking parade. Except for that old guy. And like, you're just like, why'd you kill him? You haven't killed anybody else. But yeah. Well, yeah. So like yeah. with this one, seeing, seeing that he wasn't on the rampage. And mm-hmm. it was very much, I'm only handling the people that did this to my girlfriend yeah i thought maybe the driver the cab driver would have been yep. you know spared the but cab driver saw his face etc fair i mean that's yeah. what it is it is very much that as a as an assassin it's that you know no lo- no loose strings yep. no loose ends so. yeah, yeah and so after that he chapter three chapter three he goes to new orleans mm-hmm. um and so he gets some supplies first he goes to uh, i love what he says about new orleans because it's such a he's like a thousand restaurants all serving the exact same thing and they, <laughs> they all serve gumbo etouffee you, you know leave like, that national no, crap i love all that do i need to defend yeah so he goes to the to new orleans and first he stops by a, a storage container mm-hmm. sorry storage um I guess yeah, storage. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, the like storage container. He goes in a storage like, container. Yeah. You just see, he says he has like 11 of them or something. And he yeah. said, no, he says there's a bunch in, across the states. Yeah. And he has storage containers in six of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah or something. Yeah. something like that. He's got a lot of storage containers yeah. all over America. And they are very well stocked with yeah. like, um, what is it? Just a bunch of supplies, guns, mm-hmm. uh, license plates, and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, everything. So he, Maybe a little line. He's like, I like to imagine that, you know, storage wars will finally yeah. open up my damn thing years from now. I'll be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, he goes, he takes a truck, he changes the license plates. Um, and then he goes and he buys uh, a few things from Home Depot. He mm-hmm. was trash can, yeah. um, some other supplies. And then he goes back on surveillance and he's mm-hmm. waiting outside this office building. Yeah. And uh, he sees this woman named Dolores and he mm-hmm. says, Dolores, Dolores, Dolores. And he mentions... Um, kind of where she worked or mm-hmm. something like that. And so you see her have to chime, hit a button, look up at the CCTV uh, camera, yeah. and then get authorization to go inside. Mm-hmm. And so he waits there, and he's just waiting there for a FedEx truck. Yes. Uh, this is so, like, <laughs> terrifying and skilled. You know, like, the fact that this so would happen. And it's also, yeah. like, the simplicity. Of yes, it, right? absolutely. Um, and so he... Yeah, he sees the FedEx guy going, so he rushes over. You see that uh, he puts a bunch of supplies in the in a, 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 a uh, like a recycling like, yeah, garbage. Like a big trash bag. Yeah. He's a trash man. He has a sticker yeah. for a trash man mm-hmm. on the side of this thing. Yeah. And so he, uh, once the guy, once the FedEx guy gets buzzed in, mm-hmm. he like rushes over. And yep. He's like, can you, you know, let me in? They ride. Yeah. Like, hey, hold the door for me yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's so, because 100%, I've held the door open for mm-hmm. guys like that when yeah. I leave places all the time. I've gotten so many people killed. <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> and so he uh, gets the, he gets, they ride the elevator up to the fourth floor mm-hmm. and he lets the FedEx guy go in. And first what he does is, cause there's two doors into the office building that, sorry, the office that Dolores works. Yeah. There's a, an initial door mm-hmm. and then there's an actual door to the, um, to the office. Yeah. And so that initial door is like automatic. You swing it open and it closes on its own. Yeah. And so as the FedEx guy opens the door, uh, the killer counts mm-hmm. how long it takes to close. Mm-hmm. And then once you can, he can, he goes closer to the doors and he can see Dolores talking to the FedEx guy. They have an ex- a quick exchange. And then as the FedEx guy is leaving, the killer pretends to, um, he's drinking water, you know, yeah, take yeah. a drink at the fountain. And then the elevator comes very quickly, and yeah. but all the while he's counting as a, that door is closing. That's the only thing. If the elevator didn't come as quickly, that would have thrown off this entire yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then the guy would have. Also, I did hand. count. It okay. did. It went over a bit. Oh, I think yeah, it was like okay. eight seconds yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. I didn't count the above. Well, yeah. It was one of those things where, like, knowing David Fincher, it yeah. was like because you constantly you see the they'll give you a ticking clock, mm-hmm. and then that shit is all over the place. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be five minutes, and then like. 
10 minutes in real time, yeah, like yeah. Where, where you're watching a movie, it's mm-hmm. still going. Yeah, fair. And it, but it, so it was just like, that's why knowing David Fincher, knowing his how precise he is, I assumed that it was going to be right on the money. Yeah. There was a few seconds over, but I think it's because of the elevator yeah. coming with it. How about you leave the treasure David Fincher left? Right. Adding treasures to the box. Um, but yeah, so he goes into the, he leaves his garbage uh, can, mm-hmm. sorry, garbage can outside the office, goes inside, says hello to Dolores. Yeah. Immediately uh, <laughs> takes her her laptops mm-hmm. um, and then uh, at gunpoint forces her to go into her uh, boss's office. Yeah, and her boss is uh, Hodges mm-hmm. the or the lawyer yeah. slash the handler. Did Dolores recognize him? I don't remember. Uh, maybe yeah. it did seem like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so after that, we get um, uh, and ex- so, so he uh. He has Dolores zip tie uh, Hodges' hands to the his uh, chair, mm-hmm. and then he zip ties her up in his like private bathroom. Yeah, and then so he can have a conversation with Hodges, and it's just basically Hodges is like, "What are you doing here? Like, you should be, you know, you have all the all this money from work. Like, you yeah. should be hiding somewhere across the country mm-hmm. where they can't find you." Yeah, and then like you find out briefly, he mentions that like Hodges was the one that told him to leave law school. Yeah, to get into this line of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, this was like Hodges' kind of side hustle. Yeah. And so, like, you clearly they have a history. Mm-hmm. There's a back and forth, but Hodges is like just not giving away information. Yeah. We see that. Um, so Hodges, the whole time, calm and cool. He's yeah. like, hey, like, look, this will be handled. You mm-hmm. know, like, he's making a mistake, but he'll come and see reason. He'll get out of here. Yeah. Like, don't worry, Dolores. And then, yeah. so uh, he, with a nail gun or whatever, yeah. he uh, kind of destroys Hodges' laptops. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, because I know that you wouldn't, he says, the information is here somewhere. Yeah. Because I know you you hate the cloud, so mm-hmm. obviously you have like physical copies of yeah, something. Because he's trying to find the assassins that came in yes. to try and kill mm-hmm. him and uh, hurt uh, his what his, his girlfriend, girlfriend yeah. Magdalena. Yeah. yeah, and so he it because Hodges isn't talking, he puts three mm-hmm. nails into his chest, and it was yeah. like you'll bleed out slowly. Yeah, and then he puts a uh, his phone types in nine one one doesn't call. He was like, or you can you give me information you need. Yeah, you can um. You can, you know, get yourself help. Yeah. And this whole thing, he's like, again, he's narrating to himself. He's like mm-hmm. a man Hodges size. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. this is going to go back to his precision where it's yeah. like, Hodges kind of falls over because there's three holes in his chest. Yeah. yeah, because like there's the blood, but the blood should technically should like let it well. So he would be drowning on his own blood, yeah. but mm-hmm. it should still take like the three minutes or whatever. And every time I'm like, oh, once he gives me these precise fit, uh, facts and figures, I'm like, oh, that's right. He's going to fuck up again. <laughs> <laughs> and so like as he's going through he was like a non-smoker his size yeah. his age mm-hmm. should take him about five six to seven minutes yeah or something like that and this hypnotizer he's like fuck yeah he's like ah you fucked up again my friend but we do like i said we do see him not yeah. uh react overreacting mm-hmm. yeah yeah so like anticipate he, don't improvise yeah. wait a second i wasn't anticipating this <laughs> therefore i'm improvising <laughs> and so he brings in the trash can first then he goes to dolores trying to figure out what you're gonna and this is where she goes you see her like she, i'm not gonna beg for my life like i'm i know how you work basically yeah. the killer makes people disappear yep yeah, that yeah. is like that is his go-to he's move. like be dude yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why you see the trash can there like he's he's going to make you disappear. Yeah. And so she says, I have children. Like they won't get my insurance if I, you know, if I disappear or whatever. Yeah. And then she goes, well, she tells him, she's like, I have the information. Yeah. I'll give it to you, but just, just make want, it look yeah. like it, make it look like a natural death or an accident. Mm-hmm. So that way my kids and everything can get all the money. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but once again, she just lets him know that she does, she can get him the information. Yes. Yeah. That's the trade. And so he puts uh Hodge's body in the trash can and then they, they walk out there on the elevator and like, um, two more people come in as they're going down to the to the lobby, and um, Dolores is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. She's a little nervous, to mm-hmm. say the least. Yeah, and a guy notices the huge recycling bin and goes, "You need help with that body?" And yeah. she just laughs. And she's like, "Ha!" Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, would not be chill, Dolores. <laughs> and so, what happens? Oh, oh so they drive around. They get to her house. She briefly tries to escape, but to no avail. Yeah, nobody's home. They go into the house and because she has physical copies of mm-hmm. all the all, all the you know all the data, mm-hmm. and he just gets a, a card with an address because that's basically all they get yeah. right as to keep it really discreet. They're mm-hmm. getting the card with address and I think there was like coordinates or something on the back of it. Um, and then as so now that he has the information, 
uh, they go to leave the room mm-hmm. and like she's ahead of him. She's yep. about to walk down the stairs and he just kind of breaks her neck. Yep. And just she falls down the stairs. So it looks like she just fell down the stairs yeah. and broke her neck. So he held up his part mm-hmm. of the bargain, which, you know, and she died pretty quick and painless. Yeah. So as it stands, not bad. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, we got what? This is death number three. Four. Uh, the Dominatrix. I'm, I'm including yes. the Dominatrix. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Dominatrix, Leo, uh, Hodges, and Dolores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. Yeah. Okay. So now, now that he has information, chapter four. Chapter four, we get to Florida. Yeah. And this is, I think, this is where we get like, like I said, it gets a little meticulous, where it's just like, or it gets more formulaic, where it's just like, arrive somewhere, mm-hmm. get supplies, yeah, surveillance, attack, like yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, he drives. And he's in Florida. He gets to the brute's house, and he notices him because he has a limp. His girlfriend had mentioned that, he, mm-hmm. and also Leo had mentioned that his leg was messed up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he. Get supplies. He just gets like some uh, ground beef. Yeah, we seize the pit bull. And it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody. So he mm-hmm. gets ground beef, sleeping pills, yeah. etc. And then he, uh, the the brute goes to the club with his friends, mm-hmm. and he, he just mentions that like uh, steroids and the fact, yeah. the fact that this he's guy is huge. All of his friends are big, strong dudes. Yeah, yeah. and that's why you met. Uh, he mentions like when um, when he first drives up to the house because I think mm-hmm. he gets a house. No, he just. Just goes into the neighborhood, yeah, and he sees him hanging out with his friends. And he goes, "I hope it's not a sleepover." Yeah, I don't, yeah, because <laughs> he's like, if he's not alone, this right. is going to be. Yeah, oh, he also said, "What was the other thing too?" He was like, uh, "These guys make you think there should be a waiting period for creatine." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. first of all, creatine is very natural, very good." But yeah, <laughs> but yeah so he follows the uh, the brute to a club that he's going out with his friends, and he mm-hmm. comes back and he's a little drunk, and he's yeah. like, "It's perfect." So the brute goes inside. He uh, feeds the dog a bit of the um, the ground beef with the the sleeping drugs pills. in it, yeah, the yeah. sleeping pills. Sorry, and then he just kind of waits. The yeah. uh, brute calls his dog in. I think his, her name was Diva, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he just kind of waits for the brute, like to kind of go to sleep. Yeah. So he goes into the house. Um, and I, he not really breaks him, but he gets mm-hmm. into the house. Well, remember, he narrated that size of that pit bull means it should be this yeah, dosage for the sleeping pills. <laughs> so keep in mind, he narrated facts again. So we all know what he said. She looks a little big. So yeah. I think he gave, he gave her a bit of extra. We all know what happens when he narrates facts and says it should be this. Anyway, yeah, so he goes in the house. Yeah, so he goes <laughs> in the house. Diva is sleeping. Mm-hmm. So, like, perfect. That's right on cue. Yeah. And he hears the shower running. Yeah, or something like that. So this is going to try to catch the brute off guard. Mm-hmm. That does not work. No, it doesn't. The, for the, I mean, the brute skill too. Like, mm-hmm. like the fact that you know, because the killer's professional and shit. Man, well, yeah, quiet. imagine going. You're yeah. literally going against your contemporary. Yeah, like, exactly. All yeah. of us have a certain set of skills. Yep, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah. just, I think that's that's cool too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, the born identity. Yes, in that yeah, same yeah. way. Where, like mm-hmm. he had to basically. Imagine going to be at yourself. Yes, you know. Yeah, and slightly how, less. Yeah, but still, like somebody with maybe not yours specific skill set but mm-hmm. same mentality like, yep 100% you know so yeah they have an epic hand to hand like it's great they were breaking through doors everything <laughs> the brute talking doors. shit he's like you broke to the raw motherfucker yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh eventually because mm-hmm. there's oh I think the brute's able to get the upper hand because he gets a gun yes. and you see um uh the killer like kind of running through the house closing doors very quietly <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like uh you think uh the brute's gonna get the upper hand on the killer, but he doesn't. He gets shot. Well, he gets shot through the door. Yes. Because I think he wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him in the head, dead. Yep. And this is when Diva wakes up, yep. hears the commotion, and starts chasing after the killer. So the killer has to run. Yeah. And this is what I say. Diva, even though she fell asleep on the job, mm-hmm. not her fault. <laughs> My, possibly the loyalest dog I've ever seen. Yeah. Because, like, the, the, the killer makes it out the front door, mm-hmm. and Diva... Burst through a glass. Yeah, she's like, fuck the that. glass of the die. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, he just barely makes it over the fence that she can't get over. Yeah. And then he tosses a Molotov cocktail into the house. The house burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're done with Florida. For sure. He's taking Florida. care of the brute. He just needed to give the dog, like, two more sleeping pills. But, you know, <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> chapter five. And, and then in chapter five, he yeah. arrives in New York. And also kill five. So, that was good. Yeah, that was going for five. Yeah. And so we arrive in New York. Mm-hmm. Like a suburb of the, like, outside of the city. Yeah. yeah. And so now he's after her name is the expert. Yes. And um, AKA cute. So same thing. He gets a, uh, he, and this is where you see him. Like he didn't go to, I guess he doesn't have a base in New York. Mm-hmm. So he has to go to like some, uh, a, a, a gun dealer yes. or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that rather than having a storage unit or something. Yeah. Like. But he's, he's also very surprised that she's like, you're living here. This is your job. And you live in like a regular neighborhood. That mm-hmm. seems silly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So he, um, he follows her and he does eventually was like, 
Uh, Leo's right. She does look like a Q-tip. Yeah, a Q-tip. Yeah, yeah So she goes to a restaurant called The Waterfront, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is where you get a breaking a breaking down of his rules. Yes. Like normally he possibly would have waited mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. But for some, for some reason. He's like, nope, everyone needs to see my face. Yeah. So he goes into the restaurant and sits at, sits at her table. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe, did she have like a gun on, underneath the handkerchief or something like that? I don't. I really thought that's remember. what he took from her. It's possible, or maybe like some kind of knife or something. Okay, like that. It could have just been a knife. Okay, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, so he sits at her table, kind of disarms her, mm-hmm. and then like she just recognizes what it is. Yes, and this mm-hmm. this first of all, possibly one of the dopest monologues of the yes. year. Yes, it was a very philosophical, awesome yeah. conversation. And so yeah. like she wants everybody. I think it's because they're in this line of work, so mm-hmm. this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Like you're in a line, you're in a line of like killing people, so is it possibly like somebody's gonna come after you? Yeah, for sure. And so, like, she doesn't break a sweat. She mm-hmm. order she uh, orders a flight of uh, whiskey. Yeah. And, well, like, she's like, "Look, I'm about to die. I yeah. get that. Can I get some drinks?" Yeah. yeah. And um, she's even trying to get him to try shit mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And then she tells the, the story of the hunter and the bear. Mm-hmm. Which is not. <laughs> yeah. But no. that's what I thought you mentioned hunting. Yeah. And so, like, the you know the hunter he he goes out into the forest. He finds a bear, shoots it, misses, mm-hmm. and the the bear goes to him. Uh, at this point, I can either feast. Or I could uh, sodomize you or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and, in the ass. Yeah, yeah. And what's your what's your choice? And the hunter go chooses life. Yeah. So the next day, the hunter comes back with a bigger gun, mm-hmm. goes into the forest, tries to shoot the uh, <laughs> the bear and misses. Yep. And the bear goes, "You know the deal." Mm-hmm. <laughs> hunter goes back for a third time with a fucking bazooka. Yeah. And he fires the bazooka at the bear. When the smoke clears, the bear's standing there like. You're not here to hunt, are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It was. That's a joke. Like, yeah. It wasn't even told as a joke, but even you kind of see uh, the killer kind of yeah. almost crack us down. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's funny. Because it is, you're, you're, he's, even though it is this line of work, he's sitting there with a the colleague. Yeah. Right? He's sitting there with possibly the only person, uh, the only few people in the mm-hmm. world that could understand. Yeah. His mindset, because even she mentions that she was like, it was just a name on a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And it was just like sometimes you got to deal with civilians. That is, yeah. what, and she said she did not agree with um, the brute's methods to yep. finding information from his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But it's she, what it is. Uh, what are you? What are you going to do? I got paid for this yeah. shit. I got to do it. And so, like, like I said, this is where you see this mentality where it's just like you don't see people as people are just names on a on a list. Mm-hmm. And, and he said earlier, yeah, in the um, in chapter one in Paris, he goes, if you you. If you never come across me, count yourself lucky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because he wouldn't, obviously, he wouldn't hesitate. He doesn't mm-hmm. And so they finish up their monologue. Uh, she finishes up her monologue. They finish up. She finishes up dinner. And he just walks her outside. And she continues talking. And then, like, I think he's trying to find a place to, to you know. To murder. To, <laughs> to kill her. <laughs> and, um, she falls down. Yeah. And she goes, help a help a lady up. And yeah. he just shoots her in the head. Yep. And it was like, damn, that's cold blooded. And then right. he says, he goes, trust no one. Yeah. That's the only way to survive this mm-hmm. world. And you see that she had um kind of concealed a knife. Yeah. And so when he went to go help her, she yeah, was probably she gonna yeah. you know, take him out. She would have stabbed him. Yep. Yeah. So now he's, you know, all done. But he mm-hmm. says, fuck it. And then because yeah. he still has a client's name, he figured out who the client was. Yeah. So then chapter six. Mm-hmm. Six kills. Yeah, chapter yeah. six. Yeah. Chapter six, he goes to uh, Chicago. Yes. Yeah. To uh, to basically confront the client. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and like I said, this is where I really enjoyed him incorporating modern day technology. Oh, ridiculous. Where he's, like, he did this. Yeah. So he yeah. was just like. He uh, sneaks into the the, the building that mm-hmm. the client lives to kind of get a to scan the like the fob system. Yeah, because he and, goes into the garage. Yeah, the fob system, and yeah. then like he goes to his gym mm-hmm. and is able to like just sign up for a free trial or whatever. Yep. Ridiculous. And yeah. <laughs> and then he's able to copy the like uh, copy his key card to get mm-hmm. into the building. Yep. Because he sees where the guy he sees where the client puts his stuff in the locker, mm-hmm. so he breaks in the locker, yeah. gets the key fob, copies it, yeah. and then he mentions it was like there's no. This is what I liked what he said. He was like, there's no need for a Trojan horse nowadays when Postmates exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, he literally just kind of walked in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, he ordered something. People aren't going to, you know, double check. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he makes his way into the client's um, apartment. Mm-hmm. The client's on the phone, and he just sees him pointing a gun, and he was up, up, hang up. So he hangs up. Yeah. And then this is where Michael, uh, not Michael the killer, mm-hmm. is like, do you know who I am? And you can literally see it. Because he was like, I'll... Uh, I want to see the guy's eyes. That's what the killer had mentioned before. Yeah. And you could see in his the in his eyes, the client, he was like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you're here. Mm-hmm. You tell me. Yeah. And then he hands him the the card with the, the address that mm-hmm. was given to the killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and he kind of pieces it together. And he was like, oh, he was like, well, when I got a call from Hodges that the 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 hit was botched, yeah, he kind of gave me um, an option to like clean house, yeah, basically, you know, sever all ties, make sure that it, um, no liabilities, yeah. and, like that this doesn't come back to me, yeah, hundred percent. It was Hodges was like this way, it won't come back to you, yeah, yeah that's it. And the guy so, was like, sure, okay. and then that's basically the killer is learning, like the the client didn't send anybody after. Yeah. His girlfriend is. Client's just a rich asshole. Yeah, that's literally it. He's just a rich asshole who wanted to kill one guy. Yeah, and so yeah. it's like I had, you know, I don't have any beef with you. I just somebody told me like this is this is a, a service that was provided yeah. with this. Yeah, so like, I, I don't know how this shit works. Yeah, yeah. And so like uh, the killer just goes, um, you know, basically we're cool for now, mm-hmm. but you know if I if anything changes, yeah, I can. I just showed how easily I can get to you. Yep, exactly. And you're gonna die a very painful death. Yes. Yeah. And then, so he just leaves. He goes back uh, in the epilogue. He's back in VR mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. She's healing up. Yeah. And yeah, what we just in? exactly. I think yeah. Earlier there was like he transferred all the money to like. Oh yes, yeah, that was that brief. Yeah. That was brief. He was yeah, just super like, brief. Yeah. Like there you go. Do that. And yeah, and that is the killer 2023 with Michael Fassbender. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We always like to revisit our original rankings. Mike, you gave it a four out of five. Are you thinking you're gonna stick to it? What are you thinking? I'm going to bump it up to four and a half. Okay. I, I really loved it. I think, and it was like the parallels between filmmaking and mm-hmm. being a, and a, just being a professional in your field. Yeah. As the killer was, I think it was, it was very, it was just very cool to see. For sure. For sure. Um, and like I said, even though, <laughs> even though this was basically kind of a, a comedy of errors or mm-hmm. like him fumbling, yeah. having to improvise, it didn't, the way he executed it, it didn't seem like yeah. improvisation. It's, it seemed like, he had anticipated this stuff, so it's true. this was just okay. Uh, execute plan B yeah. six, exactly. Like yeah. It could have just been a versus being like, you know, yeah. I feel like that's what you see so often. It was like fucking. You see them scrambling yeah. to come up with an, a new plan, but it was like there was not. He never wavered. Yep, for sure. And I just really, I just really love the performance. Really love the storytelling in this. Um, so yeah, I'll bump it up to a four. Nice. All right. Personally, I'm going to stick with a four out of five, but yeah, great movie. I definitely want to watch it again, and I'm sure I will sometime in the near future. So definitely check it out on Netflix. It is a movie that I would say if you're cool with this kind of subject matter, you're going to really like this movie. But again, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We are the Meddling Kids. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us at at Two Meddling Kids on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us at Two Meddling Kids at gmail.com. Mike, if they want to check out you. Uh, on Instagram at Days from Legendary. Wonderful. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I'm at EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram, and Hunt.comics is my Instagram handle. Uh, until next time, everybody, we'll see you next week with a brand new movie. See you soon. Bye. Nice.